podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Good evening, LFC Day Chippers. It's your host here, Thiago's 589 from the Red Sea Podcast. We are live here with your match reactions from the EFL Cup with Liverpool versus Norwich. We've ran out 3-0 victors, a comprehensive result. Taki Minamino 2 on the score sheet along with Divock Origi. Two squad players that have come in and actually contributed in this game and contributed in recent games as well. So maybe a little bit more to see from them over the course of the season. But without further ado, let's get into your reaction show. Roll the uh, roll the intro. Yes, yes, guys. How are we? Is everyone all right? We're good. I'm good, mate. How are you getting on? Good, good win tonight. I, I thought you were going to be there, but uh, you decided to, to watch it at home instead. Yeah, so I, ha- I had the ticket, and then um, when I said to my, especially to my eldest son, that I was going, that went down like a lead balloon uh, <laughs> because it's a, a school night, and I couldn't get a ticket for for him and his brother. So I uh, I decided to to be the martyr and and stay at home. Yeah. But, at least you haven't got a two-hour drive home, at least. That's, that's a bonus. That's it, yeah, because it's, it's two hours from us to Norwich, isn't it? But yeah. no, it's all right. On a school night as well, because I'm working in the morning. But yeah, can't can't grumble. But a little bit to talk about, because we've uh, we've gone to Carra Road yep. again. Suarez Stadium, as you named it. Suarez Stadium. <laughs> the Suarez Stadium. And we have gone there and absolutely smashed it. Comprehensive 3-0 yep. victory. And... There's players which have contributed tonight, players we've been crying out to contribute. Mm. They've actually stepped up to the plate tonight. I mean, Taki Minamino, sensational yeah. football from him. Sensational. Everything about his performance today was was what was what you want to see. When he comes in, you want to see him step up and actually take his opportunities. And in our in our little chat that we've that we've got going on with the rest of the um the the Red Sea guys. You know, we we often talk about some of these players and think, you know, they need to do more, they need to do more, they need to do more. Yeah. But they can only kind of beat who's put in front of them. And Taki was unreal today. It's it. It's one of them, isn't it? I, I refer to them as League Cup players, didn't I? Which which didn't go down too well in, in the group chat. But, you know, Minamino hasn't scored for, for nine months. Origi hasn't scored for 12 months. And I, I agree to an extent that they can only score against the players and the, and the teams that they play against. But... Is there a reason that they're only really used from the start in games like this? And, you know, they never even even a good performance in the League Cup hasn't always, you know, projected them into the first team for, for a bigger game. So it could be a catalyst. I mean, Origi assist and a goal is, is hard to it's hard to complain. And, and I have been very critical of him. But, you know, he he did a striker's performance tonight. And yeah, Minamino took both his goals really well. Both mm. really good finishes, both slightly different, I think. If I was being super critical, I think he was a bit quiet between the fourth minute and the 80th minute when he did get, get his goals. But, you know, in a 3 no win, if he scored two, I'm not I'm not going to criticise you. So I think Minamino could be could be used more um, in the Premier League, given more minutes, even off the bench. Sometimes he comes on with, what, 10 minutes to go, you know, could be yeah. give him half an hour yeah. because, um, you know, that front four 
becomes that becomes that front three very quickly when when, when we get an injury to maybe Jota or, or Bobby. So, yeah, you know, he, he can't do any more than he's done tonight. I, I agree with you. So, you know, will we see him against Brentford? Will he feature against Porto? Because I think you still get five subs in Europe as well. So, yeah. be good be good to see him get a few more minutes because. Without that, it, it you know what's he meant to do? He can't kick on, can he? So yeah, I, I was impressed with with him especially. I, I agree with you. I mean, um, there's a great comment here from Kev as well, um, which I'll just throw up as well. Um, it's a squad game. I, I totally agree. It is a squad game, and ultimately, when when we the Premier League is the crown jewels, yeah, the mm. Premier League is the crown jewels. That's what we that's what we really want. We want the Prem. Yeah, let's be honest, and we want to compete. And dominate in Europe as well. There's been there's been a lot of criticism in Jurgen Klopp's tenure about how we treat the cup competitions. Yeah. Um, you know, words like disrespect have been thrown around um in regards to the club in the cup in terms of the cup competitions. Namely, so when we were at the Club World Cup, we were accused yeah. of disrespecting the club competition. Um, but I remember we beat Aston Villa. We come back from the Club World Cup with the big guns and then go to Leicester and emphatically beat Leicester as well. I was actually I was actually there at the King Power watching that game when uh, first game back from the Club World Cup and it was insane. I was um, at the training, wasn't it? It was, yeah, that was the <laughs> <laughs> but it, yeah, it's um it, it's interesting because we've we've put on some big guns tonight. Ox has yeah. come in, yeah, Arigi's come in. Kanate's mm-hmm. played. Yeah, Nabi again as well. Played. Nabi's played. So I, I, I don't I don't think that we could ever be accused, especially in this game, mm. of disrespecting the cup competition. But a player I do want to talk about this mm. evening. Uh, well, there's a couple that I want to talk about, but one one in particular. Um, as we just slightly move on from Minamine, I'm sure we'll go back onto him a little bit later on in the show. But Curtis Jones. Yeah. A very accomplished and composed performance. Now, I'm I've been critical of Curtis Jones in the past, saying that I don't think he does the basics um, well enough. But I think tonight he ticked every box. That's the performances I want to see from Curtis Jones. Those those smooth performances. He was so smooth in transition, mm. held on to the ball when he needed to to get players around him. Um, moved moved the ball fast as well when he needed to got into areas where he can affect the game that's mm-hmm. what i want to see from curtis jones fantastic fantastic football um i mean yeah. what's your thoughts? i mean it was it was a mature performance wasn't it i mean we, we've seen him in these kind of cup competitions over the last few years you know as as the newbie as the youngster as the under 23 and and he's more than taken his chance you know everybody remembers the goal at anfield against evans first team and Liverpool basic playing an average age of about 17 and a half. So, you know, from, from that day, he's he's been the kind of trailblazer from that group of young players, isn't he, in, into the first team and showed that, you know, there is options, there is the potential along alongside Trent at a similar time that, you know, you can go from the youth team and become a, a first team player. But yeah, I was impressed with him tonight because, you know, you, like you said, you always say, yes, he's got ability, but does he do the basics well enough? And, and I think tonight, it was almost the opposite. I think he did the basics really well. Um, I think I remember you having one chance in the first half where he kind of fainted left, fainted right, fainted left again and had a shot that was just over the bar, which would have been yeah. you know, one, a Curtis Jones special. But it's good to see him have a little bit less 
a little bit like Cristiano Ronaldo at the start of his Man United career, just step overs for the sake of it. And then he actually made him count. And to see Curtis Jones use his footballing ability and his football brain tonight to almost take a step back into a slightly deeper role and, and, and run the tempo of the game was, was great to see. That You're right. And that shows massive football intelligence. And I feel, as I've always said, I feel that's what he wants to do. He wants to dictate pace and dictate tempo. But I haven't seen, apart from tonight, enough from him to suggest that he can do that. Yeah. But tonight, he he did it. He did mm-hmm. it. Like, honestly, it was fantastic. Uh, shout out to you, Laura Duffy, as well. Um, just on our previous point, fans from other teams will say uh, we disrespect the cup competitions if we don't play our starting eleven every time. Meanwhile, City can play whoever they want against the League <laughs> One side and no one cares. I, yeah. I totally agree with you. I totally agree with you. Again, massive shout in here from Kev. Uh, Curtis was my man of the match. Steady on, Kev. Steady on. Because um, I'm sure Taki Minamino will have something to say about that. Yeah, Taki Minamino will have something to say about that. Because uh, for me, Taki was my man of the match. Um, two goals, uh, great contributions as well. Curtis wasn't too far behind him, um, but I'll say Taki. Um, I'm going to have a great comment here as well. Agreed, Curtis um, always been solid. Um, I wouldn't say always, but I'd say he's showing mega, mega potential, um, especially to break into that into that starting team and where in a place where the squad depth is a lot to be desired at the moment, um, he can come in and really stake a claim. Well, that's it, isn't it? Like you say, could, could he take the Elliott role and now Thiago's out for a couple of weeks as well? You know, yeah. the, the door is open for him, isn't it? You know, we've yeah. got we've got midweek games. You know, we're going to have another League Cup game. We're going to have Champions League midweek with Porto as well next mm-hmm. week. So mm-hmm. I, I agree with you. There's a massive opportunity and. I was just going to ask you the question on just on that while we're on the midfield. Naby Keita being subbed off at half time is that is that injury or was that because at one nil up at half time it seems very boastful to be like oh, game over. Yeah, I mean, there's talk of there's talk of a minor little injury. Apparently, he's, he's kicked the ground or something. Nothing, oh, okay. nothing too, nothing just too night, bad. Maybe. And you always you always worry when. <laughs> um, you see Naby K to come off. You think, oh God, what is it now? Um, it, it's 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 always it's always <laughs> a worry, um, but it seems that it's just nothing to worry about. Very much like the Thiago thing, nothing really to worry about. Just a precaution. I think that Klopp isn't taking any chances this season with players. We've mm. seen so far he's used rotation to great effect, well. yeah, to great effect. Right. This is the first time I can honestly sit here and say that I'm comfortable with how the squad's been rotated because we ain't we ain't lost we ain't lost so far this season. No, I think I think that's that's onto Laura Duffy's point, isn't it? Because mm. you you look at the squad. Well, I mean, last year it was just absolutely ridiculous. We didn't even have an eleven, let alone a second. But I think since Klopp came in, the mess Liverpool were in, building an eleven was the priority. Um, building a 14 was the next priority. Yeah. And now we're starting to see actually, uh, you know, there, there's a decent second 11 there for a Crystal Palace. If you could rotate half of them out for a, for a Porto next week, you could probably drop four or five. And in a game like Norwich, you know, you, you look at the 11 that, that played tonight and you could pretty much guarantee that entire 11 probably won't start the next game. So, mm. it, it you know, the, the, we, can, we can only be as strong across four divisions with, with a squad that can do that. And, and I don't really feel we've ever actually had that. We might have had the players there, but for them all to be fit at the same time mm. is, is quite a rarity, isn't it? So to see mm. 
Samikas, Canate, Gomez, um, all, all play from the start, who are all first team players. But you know, there's probably Van Dyke, Matip, and Robertson that are all ahead of them. I, you know, I can't really remember a season where where we've had that. You know, in recent times. And again, you look at the midfield: Jones, Cater, Chamberlain. You know, on paper, that's that's three really good players. But you know, you, you think Fabinho, Henderson, and and obviously normally Elliot or, or Thiago, but that that third midfield position is up for grabs. But yeah, I mean, Jordan Henderson obviously came on late on. So there's 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 options now. And, and and like you said, James, the way that Klopp's rotated the team and the squad so far has been absolutely spot on. It really, really has. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Paul Smith, big up to you, my bro. No, no, <laughs> listen, no, no, no disrespect for Curtis Jones. Credit where credit's due. You're going to make me have to break out into the battle. I don't want to do that. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, credit to credit to Curtis Jones. Sensational performance today. And as we said, just as on the topic of the midfield. Um, unfortunate thing for Harvey Elliott, but there is a position up for grabs there. And yeah. also unfortunate for Thiago as well, but there is there is a position up for grabs, and that's football. You know, mm. players. We, okay, let's 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 cast our mind back. And Oxley Chamberlain came into the uh, into the into the, into the uh, into Liverpool. He was first name on the team sheet. Yeah, got injured. Gini Wijnaldum came in and and took his role, took his place. And the consistency, wasn't it? Yeah, the consistency. And Ox couldn't displace him. Coming mm. back after injury, injured again, coming back, you know, couldn't displace him. And, and and that's what happens. It's now time for Curtis Jones to stake his claim, to actually say to Jurgen Klopp, look at what I've done against Norwich, play me against Brentford. Yeah. Goes out, smashes it against Brentford. Look at what I've done against Brentford, play me against Porto. Smashes yeah. it against Porto. Look at what I've done against Porto, play me against City. Smashes it against City. Do, do you see what I'm saying? You get that consistency. Yeah. It's time for him now to actually go and be knocking on the manager's door and saying, I'm here. This yeah. is what I can do. This is what I bring to your team. You can trust me. And a lot mm. of this selection is based on trust. Not always based on form. It's trust. Can, can the manager put you into that game and for you to deliver what he needs you to deliver? We saw it after Timikas had a sensational game. He mm. was dropped against, uh, against Chelsea. Yeah. He had a sensational game, but was dropped against Chelsea because Klopp, no, under, under no certain terms, um, trusted Robbo more. And that's not shade on Timikas because we've seen him come in again tonight and contribute. Mm. And and how many assists did he get tonight? Was it the, the, one, the, one assist tonight? But that's, that's, that's at least three, is it? Maybe four this season already? Three or four. Um, and there was an interesting one that we were talking about in our in our um, in our Red Sea chat. And mm. shout out to PK um, from the Red Sea down under. It wasn't it. What might be saying that he's um, he's assisted as many as um, as Robertson. Um, yeah, and like a lot less games or something, a isn't lot it? Less games. Yeah, it was it was a, it was a wild stat. It was a wild mm. stat. Um, there's a comment in here as well, which leads us nicely onto whilst we're um, whilst we're on the topic of the midfield. There's a couple actually. Yeah, Ox was poor tonight. Mm. Ox wasn't great. Um, there's a few. There's a few in here. Um, highlighting Oxlade's performances. SS, I'm going to throw this one to you because I know you're going to give me a very clinical 
straight carbs. Uh, oxy, um, oxy. Is is his time at Liverpool? Is his Liverpool uh, career not not look? Is his Liverpool career escaping him? I don't think the club want him out. I don't think there's that mm. desire. I don't think there's a desire to to move him on. But is his Liverpool career getting away from him? I mean, I I really like Oxley Chamberlain, and I always have. Um, his his heart's in the right place. He gives it everything he's got. But yeah, he looked like a headless chicken tonight, didn't he? He was he was all over the place. He was he was pressing at the wrong times. He was chasing shadows. He was trying too hard. Um, he just needs to go back to basics because he he's had so many setbacks that every time he does get a chance, he, he seems to try and overdo it slightly. So. I, it's a shame. I, I, it's similar to Lalana. He was such a fan favourite as well, but eventually everybody was just like, it's just not worked, is it? Or the team's mm. evolved around you, you know, or without you. You know, mm. like you said at the start, when, when Chamberlain came in, he was, was a massive player and that Champions League run to, to Kiev, he was a major part of that. Uh, yeah. and, and Lalana was was probably one of the first names on the team sheet uh, when Klopp first came in as well. So, it's kind of got that vibe to me. And I think it's, is, is his Liverpool career escaping him? I think it's fair to say yes. Um, if he falls behind, you know, Elliot is probably ahead of him. If he, even if he comes back from, from injury, um, Naby Cater's probably edged ahead of him in recent weeks, you know, got on the score sheet last week as well. And you've already got Fabinho. You've already got Henderson. You've already got Thiago. Mm. He's, you know, we've tried him in the false nine. It's not really worked. We've we've tried him in the front three wide. It's not really worked mm. consistently. So, yeah, I I think this is a massive season to, for him. And I did stay at the I did say at the start of the season before a ball was kicked that I I saw this season as Cater versus Chamberlain, and I didn't see both of them at the club next yeah, season. Yeah. I, I saw yeah. I saw one of them yeah. leaving. Um, so at the minute it looks like that could be Ox, doesn't it? I mean, I've left this comment up from Kev. Um, shout out to you, Kev, as well. If anything, Ox yeah. um, was trying too much, too hard. I, I agree. I agree. I, I think he's so... And this is Ox Chamberlain. He gives you 100%. Yeah, he does. He's so eager to impress and to stake a claim and to show that he does belong in this Liverpool team that he almost overdoes it. He almost overexerts himself, mm. which then constituting him running around like a headless chicken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He wants to affect. He wants to affect the ball so much that he's just everywhere. And yeah. I think in Jurgen Klopp football three years ago, that that heavy metal style of football which we saw, yeah, that worked. Mm. You know, and Lalana was great here as well. Just everywhere, tackles yeah. flying in, heavy press on the ball, getting out to the ball. Where I think we're a little bit more measured with our approach. I think he's sticking out like a sore thumb. Also, I don't think it helps lack of game time, lack of match practice, um, you know, minutes, mm. so on and so forth. I don't think Ox is a player that benefits from that. I think he benefits from consistency in terms of games. Mm. I think that the point that remains to be seen is whether we're going to be able to give him that going um, going forward. I mean, Jono, again, in the comments here as well, shout out to you, Jono. Let's be, on a, let's be honest. Ox has gone after this season. Um, I, I hope not because I, I, li I like him. I like Oxlade-Chamberlain. Um, another one in here from you as well, um, Downton Abbey. Downton Abbey, wow. Um, <laughs> I, I, I hopefully, if that if that's your name, legendary. Downton, Downton Abbey. <laughs> yeah, Downton Abbey. If that's your name, legendary. Um, 
I feel <laughs> bad for Ox. But yeah, um, need to face facts. Uh, he's done at Liverpool. I mean, a gen- the general consensus in the chat from you mm. guys here, um, Ox is there till we can replace him. He um, he wasn't horrible tonight. Uh, he can still... I mean, could he, could he benefit from a loan, like a Minamino January move, like a Lingard January move? Get six months of football in him at, at a Brighton, at a West Ham. Mm. Would that help his Liverpool career? Um, I how long has he got on his contract? I think he's got another year left. Has he? I think so. Don't quote me on that. Don't quote me on that. I'm not. I'm not contract experts. Where, where's Abby when we need him? Abby's good at contract. I think, I think. I think it expires in 23 from memory. So he's got a couple of years left. So a loan wouldn't be the worst thing in the world if mm. if we had enough fit players in that position. Obviously, yeah. we've already lost a couple so far. You can't rely on Cater, so you, you don't want to leave yourself short. But it's it's, it's a double-edged sword, isn't it? You, you loan him out to get game time, and then he might leave on loan, and he would have got game time right here. So. Definitely. You know, I think I think we'll see it. If if we go far in the League Cup, hopefully, you know, FA Cup in Jan, we've got mm. a couple of games against Porto in the Champions League and AC mm. Milan again. He's got some opportunities there to to play a lot yeah. of minutes. And if, if he yeah, can keep it a bit, we'll see where he is. Yeah, there's there's room for him to come in and contribute. And that's the key thing. Like I've always said, I just want players to come in and contribute and affect games. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm not sitting here saying we have to have the best and the, and the world-class players in every single position. It's just not possible in the modern game. Mm. I, I feel that we just want players that can come in and contribute and do their role. Um, great comment from Norman here as well. Chamberlain gave the ball away eight times in the first half. He has raw ability but lacks football intelligence, only only my opinion. But mm. Norman, I, I, think it's, I think you're still talking facts. If he'd lost the ball eight times in the first half... The raw ability is never been in question. Mm. We would never question Oxlade's um, um, ability here. Um, I think the, I think availability has always been an issue with him in terms of the injuries. Um, but the football intelligence, I can get with that. I, you know, it's, I can, um, I can actually get with that. It's confidence, isn't it? I mean, I think there was a similar stat when Trent was going through that dip in form last season. He was giving the ball away more than anybody else, mm. but because he was trying the Hollywood pass every time, you know, to, to yeah. try and get back to where he knew he could be and where he had been before. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think Chamberlain, again, lack of confidence for any footballer is, is huge. And the, the fact that we said he's over trying, trying too, too hard, you're, you're going to give the ball away because, you know, you're yeah. not looking for that simple two-yard pass. You're looking for that, you know, that killer ball, that assist to, to make an impact and make a difference and get your stats up. And ultimately, yeah. you, you know, with risk comes, uh, you know, sometimes reward and sometimes you don't get what you what you try. Yeah, totally. Uh, Cap, <laughs> Cap Sal, this is total shithousery from Cap Sal. Selling back to Arsenal could improve them a lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, Ox, uh, Ox is dusted for me. Can't see him being a consistent performer um, or even contribute on um, contribute consistency as a sub. Right, I think we're going to move on from Ox. We're going to move on. Right, Taki Minami, Minamino, back to him quickly. Uh, yeah, Costas Timikas, excuse me. Okay. Um, tos, Costas Timikas. Right. Bless you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I I like him. I like him a lot. And we, look, this is real, this is super controversial because we were talking about this in our chat. I think Robbo, Robbo needs to be worried. I think I think the fact that like we like we said in the group chat with PK, the fact that we can have this conversation is is a mm, is a massive massive plus thing. because yeah. when's the last time we had two fullbacks in the same position that were vying for the position? I, I I'm not sure. It's it's mm. been a long you know Trent came in because our only first choice Klein was injured and he came through the youth 
Yeah. You know, we had we had John Arnarisa for years. We then had Fabio Aurelio. Yeah. Rarely have we had, you know, we've had some shockers. We've had Cromkamp and all the rest of them. We've never really had two left backs or two right backs, not yeah. not for a while, going for the same position. So yeah, yeah, the fact that Robertson has to keep on his toes and knows that actually, you know, if I have a bad game or two, someone's going to come in for me, and Klopp's not going to be afraid to use him now in in a, in the bigger games. You know, he's. You look. You mentioned the Chelsea game, and of course, he puts Robertson back in for that one. But I think Smikas has shown enough already this season to show that if Robertson's struggling, if Robertson's got a knock, and we've got Man City, okay, Smikas is the left back. If if he's not good enough, he shouldn't be at the club, should he? So I would still say Robertson is is a better player. Yeah, Smikas has popped up with a few assists, etc. Robertson will get that when he's in his flow, but defensively positionally I still believe Robertson is, is far superior but yeah it's been a great start and I still think we're missing that on the right side you know we've had Nico we've had Connor Bradley tonight who, who gave away the pen and James Milner did a job at right back in, in in the week as well but just to see someone vying for that position and it not just being a one choice which is a bit like what happened with Mane and, and Firmino last season is only a positive really. Well, look, there's a, there's a couple of comments I'm going to throw up in here as well, quickly. I'm going to throw a couple of comments. But this one here, I think Robbo's got a genuine challenge now. Yeah. I, I do, and I like it. I like it. I think for, for a club of Liverpool standard, that's a must. Mm. We should we should have players. And again, I don't necessarily subscribe to us having the world's best in every single position. It's not going to happen. This is modern-day football. It's a system game, yeah? yeah? But we need to have players that can come in and contribute at any given opportunity. Timacast is coming in and contributing in the games that he's being asked to do so. I do think Robbo is still ahead of him because Robbo is a big game player. Yeah. He's going to give you 100%. He's going to run up and down that, that wing all game, all day, every day, for sure. I think where I think where Robbo tips uh, or tips Timacast is the fact that Robbo is more defensively aware than Timacast. Yeah. Timacast benefit would benefit from playing or probably benefits from playing with a Virgil van Dijk. Because when you're playing with Virgil, you ain't got to worry about what's behind you. <laughs> All you've got to do is bomb on and, and make sure you put a fantastic delivery into the box. Now, before before we move on, there's a couple of comments in here as well. This one. Remember, we played Norwich. Second string. <laughs> Look, Fair point. That, like you said, he, he has shone more than I expected him to. I mean, pre-season he was decent and yeah. he, he obviously, you know, he started the season at, at left back, didn't he, with, with Norwich and Burnley and um and looked looked pretty good. So yeah, again, they're not, you know, they're twentieth and nineteenth in the Premier League, aren't they? And and yeah. tonight he's played Norwich reserves. But, you know, as I said, the fact that there's a conversation to be had and we know, you know, in say say for instance last season, if Robertson was injured, who plays left back? Because Smikas was out as well. So at least now we have a backup rotation option, um, which, yeah, also I just want, while we're on the defence, just to touch on, obviously, Canate and Gomez, I think that's the first time they've played together um, mm. so far. And I, I thought they looked really, really good and had a, a good understanding. And I think we had, what, 21 centre-back partnerships last season, which was yeah. nuts. I'll so be, the fact that we can get, that. the fact that we can have a, a rotation and, and different combinations of between those four players you know, so early on in the season when games aren't quite so important, it's only going to help if we lose a Matip, if we lose a Van Dyke, if we lose both. 
Mm. You know, they've all they're all going to have had practice playing alongside each other because I know a lot of people said about Nat Phillips playing tonight. You know, I mean, in the Fab Four the other day, they were saying yeah. we might see Nat Phillips tonight, and I was I was kind of thinking, why? What What's the point? You know, we've got four centre backs. We need you know we need to rotate them and play them with with, with other partners. So I got that one right at least. Yeah, um, I think this comment's a bit wild. I don't know if he's my player of the season. I think he's my most. I think he's my most improved. I think that's a bit wild. So far. Um, but I've got a different take on the um, on the. Yeah, I'd love to hear Marte. Um, Gomez concerns me. Okay, I'm concerned, and and not in a, not in a horrible way. Not in a horrible way because I love Joe Gomez. I rate him highly. Um, what what worries me is. He's not. He's not being given. And again, I, I I don't know where he's at in t- where he was at in terms of his injury rehab or so on and so forth. I feel Virgil's being given more time to to slot back in mm. in terms of his games and his minutes and so on and so forth, as opposed to um, Gomez. And I think it's affecting him. I don't think he's up to the. I don't think he's up to speed yet mm. in terms of where a Virgil is up to speed. I think Virgil's probably a month away from being peak Virgil. Yeah. I think he's a, I think he's a month of consistent game time away from being peak Virgil. Mm. I, I don't think Gomez is is anywhere near peak Gomez. Today showed that. He looked a little bit off the pace. Balls balls running in behind. He got blindsided on a run um before as well and before he just used the pace and he put the afterburners on. Yeah. And he'd mop that up every single time. Um I think I think he's just a little bit off it at the moment. Um, this here as well. Apparently, Gomez's injury was worse than Virgil's. Potentially, this is what I'm just I'm just calling it as I see it. I just I, I think he's a little bit off of peak Joe um, Joe Gomez. Kevo Sullivan again as well. Gomez has to learn to trust his body. That will come with time. Good, great shout, great shout. Um, this as well. Gomez was looking nervy. Um, mm. You know, what's I mean, I think for me, it's these guys, it's these kind of nothing games, if you like, that mm. can build confidence. You know, a clean sheet, playing with a new centre back partner, and yeah. you're like, you're right, he's not anywhere near where he is, but this is going to, you know, give him the confidence and a big step in the right direction, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I, I agree, I agree. Um, where, where's this one gone? I saw a great comment here as well. This one, uh, Gomez needs consistent run of games. Joe's a bit of a confidence player too. Great shout. I agree with that because he is a confidence player. We saw it. Uh, in in the in the season when he came in after Matip played the Community Shield, got injured, then Gomez came in and, and became Van Dyke's long term yeah. partnership. And as yeah. he as he played more games, he just looked more and more assured. Um, we we go on to um, to the end of that season and win the Champions League. Following season, we go on and win the Premier League. Um, mm. So you know that that is that is probably got some um, some thought process to it. That he just needs a consistent run of games, but I just, I just feel that we're not seeing prime peak Joe Gomez. Um, just, just quickly, quit. I might be, able, I may not pronounce it right. Quivine Callagher. These guys, obviously, in the, uh, in the. Uh, yeah, I was, I was going to throw these three at you together: Kelleher, Bradley, and Gordon. You know, the three, the three mm. youngsters in there. What did you make of those? Callagher. Yes, very accomplished performance. He looked saved the pen. He saved the pen, mate. Shocking pen. You know what? It, it's funny, right? Because I, I, <laughs> I remember I when I was in school. I, I used to play in goal, yeah. 
So when I was in school, similar pen, guy tried to slot it down the middle and I've just been sent and I've just dangled a leg at it and got a leg at it. Yeah, good. So yeah, spot on. Um with um with with that. I I, I think I think I think Quibian Kala was good tonight. He was good. Mm. You can't ask any more than that from a young player coming in who isn't playing consistent game time is understudy to arguably one of, if not the best goalkeeper in world football at the moment. How do you displace that? Yeah, As a yeah. young player, how do you displace that? You don't, do you? You don't. Surely, surely he knows, surely he knows in his heart of hearts and in his mind that he's back up to Alison Becker. Becker's mm. got seven, ten years left at the top level. Yeah, he's not 34, is he? I mean, I think Kelleher knows he takes his chances and at some point he'll be looking at a move down the down the pyramid, won't he, to, to get, a, you know, as a first-team player. And we, we've seen that, you know, you look at Billy Gilmore, you know, he's got this great big rep just because he's at Chelsea. If he was at, you know, West Ham or something, he wouldn't have anywhere near the profile he has. So the fact that you've got, you've got you Liverpool on your CV, you, you know, you play for Liverpool, you might win a League yeah. Cup, you might appear in an FA Cup, Mm. knockout decent sort of level de- de- uh, decent round he will get his move he, he's just gonna keep taking his chances at Liverpool and, and getting his profile up I think oh, 100% but you, like you said there's a lot to be said for 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 having a top club on your CV um, and, and having being at a club and winning honours we look at we look at we forget his name now he's off he's gone off to to Sheffield Rian Brewster he's got a Champions League winners medal and, and he's a he's a He's a bottom. That's what I mean, he's a bang average player, but because he had Liverpool yeah. on his on his CV, we got twenty million for him. We've got top dollar That's for him. the only reason. Yeah, uh, but I think I think there's a lot to be said for young players actually going to cornerstone clubs in the Premier League, like West Ham's. They're they're a cornerstone. They're a cornerstone club. You go yeah. to West Ham, but those 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 um those supporters will love you. They'll love you forever. Yeah. yeah, you go to like a Newcastle, they'll love you forever. Dare I say it? You go to a Leeds and Aston Villa. Those are cornerstone clubs in the Premier League. They will love you forever, yeah? But I just think as a young player, as a young goalkeeper, having played the position myself and also got a sunny plays position, minutes is key. Minutes, yeah. like consistent repetition, um, feeling the ball in your hands, consistent saves. that You can't you can't get better than that. But tonight he's come in and, and like I said, not playing regularly and done absolutely fantastic. Fantastic. And I've been yeah, critical right. before about having him as our number two. I thought there was better options out there, but he's come in and done absolutely fantastic. Connor Bradley, um, a fault for the penalty, wasn't he? Yeah, he gave the pen away. I, I, I can't, do you know what? I can't, I can't criticise him for that. I can't. That's, that's youthful exuberance. That's, that's wanting to, that's wanting to affect the game. That's wanting to leave your mark on the game. And ultimately, we we haven't been punished for it, so you can't call a young player out on that. All he's no. done is he's seen the ball there. He's gone. Well, if I win this and get my foot on it, then I can I can avert I can avert a strike on goal. The the, the players the players drawn the contact. The referee, rightly so, has blown up for a penalty. Cleveland Callagher has dug his dug his player out and saved the yeah. penalty, being cleared off the line. We move. Apart from that, sensational performance. Wanted to get on the ball, wanted to affect things, wanted to drive forward, wanted to break into positions. You cannot ask more than that from a young player. Yeah, agreed. Um, agreed. Gordon. Gordon as well, yeah. Yeah, good. I, I like him. 
I like him. Sixteen, Mate. actually ridiculous. Yeah, I really, I really like him. The 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 shot which was um went um towards the far post, the dribble yep. before that mm. was insane. It was that nice little stutter, stood the man up as well, sent yeah. to the shots for a pint of milk, and then <laughs> and then got the shot off. Uh, you, again, yeah. confident, full of confidence, confidence. no that's fear. Confidence. Yeah, no fear. Wants to attack the man. Wants to get at the player. Um, wants the ball as well. It was nice to see a little bit of link up down that right hand side as well. Wanting the ball, actually mm. wanting to affect things. So yeah, definitely. Uh, again, single him out for some praise because when you're a young player and you get an opportunity to come into um, to these games, you got to take him. Kev mm. here with a massive comment as well. I like the positions he picks up in the box. That was cited in the commentary. He's very clever with his runs. He's very clever. I mean, there was there was a thing tonight. They said if he'd scored, he would have been Liverpool's youngest ever goal scorer. I'm not sure how close it is, but I've got a funny feeling he might do that in his next game, unless he's ticked over by a few days. But mm. depending on who we get in the next round, you know, there's there's still a few in there, isn't there, that you would expect the likes of Gordon Bradley to probably feature in the next round, uh, depending on yeah. you know, unless it's in Manchester City, for example. So yeah, I think he's definitely got uh, the potential to to become to take that record. Definitely. Uh, Morton as well. I know he only came on for like a 10-minute cameo. but He, he was, was on at half-time, wasn't he, for Cater? Yeah. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, excuse me. He mm. was. He's very he's very calm on the ball. Very calm on the ball. Um, but there's a good comment in here as well. Um, the way the club is set up now, from the kids to the pros, they play the same way. So when they come in, they slot straight in. Pep spoke about this in his pre-press um, conference about having a similar way of playing right throughout the academy, uh, right throughout the, the Liverpool team, right down to the academy. Because when players come in, they just they don't feel out of place. It's the same, it's the same that's way. It exactly was, wasn't it? Yeah, and 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 that and that's how it that's how it should be because you're going to see success from that. The club is positioned in such a way that we have got young talent and youth prospects coming through that can potentially Feel the first team lineup, yeah, in years to come. Um, quote unquote from Jurgen Klopp. Um, I'd love a team full of scousers. <laughs> I mean, he reminds me a bit of I know Raheem Sterling isn't a scouser, but he, you know, he did come kind of come through the youth after his yeah. move from QPR. He reminds me of him a lot, a young Raheem Sterling, Gordon. And you know, look mm. what he look, look, look what he went on to do. And I know he's not our favorite player in the world, but you know, he's gone on to, to be worth 50 million pounds and you know. Be, become an England regular and, and and win multiple league titles. So I think bright the future's bright for Gordon. And yeah, for the others, Morton and Bradley, I think they've still got a lot to do. Um, but but Gordon's raw talent would will definitely see him become a pro. And whether that's at Liverpool, I'm not sure. But yeah, 16 years old is um is scary. Mate, that six you think 16, yeah? <laughs> he's got he's 16. He's got another twenty. He's got twenty years in the game. Okay, go and buy, buy. Go and buy the lofty standards of like a a Messi <laughs> or a CR seven who are playing well into their thirties. Ibrahimovic playing well into his thirties. Players are playing longer. He's yeah. potentially got a twenty-year football career. Yeah, like that I means a good comment in there. You know, look at Elliot loaned up to Blackburn. It's not a waste of a year. It's 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 really good you know, experience. And I think Gordon could, could quite easily be loaned out. I don't know. He might be too young to be loaned out. I know there's... He is too young. Yeah, so he has to stay at the moment. Could he get a loan out at 17, uh, 18, possibly? Um, whether that be in the championship, I think, yeah, any move for him would be good. And but, mate, could we see him in the first team in three, four, five years? I he, think we could do. 
he could play for he could play for twenty years. <laughs> That's insane. In t- in twenty years' time, I'll be looking to draw my fucking pension. <laughs> it'll it'll just come to the end of his career. <laughs> that is mental. That is mental. Uh, he, he he looks really good, and you know he had a few minutes in preseason as well, didn't he? I think he played in one of the Anfield friendlies as well, and he he looked really good there too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, great comment here from from um from Kev as well. The issue is Gordon will have his path. Um, will have his pathway could be blocked. He has all the time if he's patient and doesn't get snapped up by Leipzig. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't be a bad thing, you know, if he was, you know, had a season in Germany. You make you make a very good point here because we see this happening across the Premier League as a whole that players' pathways are being blocked because we've got we've got we've got um we've got imports coming into these positions. Mm. Um and affecting the opportunities of academy prospects. But I feel Liverpool's move with their academy was and and you know and lack the of spending lately. Yeah, the way that FSG are, I, I I can see I can see us relying more heavily on the academy than we ever have done um yeah. in recent years. Because I I, I think the, I think the model is to try and produce more than it is to go out and buy. I think we'll go and buy that 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 odd star here and there, but we want to try and take from the academy, which is the right way of doing it. If we can if we can produce the right talent and right prospects, why shouldn't we be giving them first team opportunities rather than spending 50, 60, 70, 80, 100 million pounds on players when we've invested 20 million pound, 30 million pound in that player over the over his time in the academy? Why do we not utilize him? Yeah. Sim- simple as that. Hmm. Um, another great comment before we close here as well, Kevin Ball. Um, it's difficult to keep young players to stay around um, if they're not getting the chances uh, when they see lads going to Dortmund and teams like that getting uh, first team straight. Yeah, away. but we're, we're not like City, are we? We're not going to go and buy six wingers and put Sancho as option number seven, are we? So I, I think coming through at Liverpool is is a lot different to to, to the City structure. Yeah, I agree with you, and 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 again, I, I don't necessarily think it's um necessarily a bad thing for for a player um, to go abroad now, mm. especially to Germany, where it's probably the most technical, uh, if not one of the most technical leagues in world football in terms of their analysis, their the information they share, the stats they share from club to club. Mm. Um, I, I, I think that's a fantastic thing for a youth player. We've seen Jaden Sancho go there and have success. G Bellingham, who I, who I am praying, praying gets into a Liverpool shirt if not next season, season after, go in there and absolutely ripping it up. Um, Erling Haaland, go in there and absolutely ripping it up. Um, <laughs> and on this bombshell as well, 70 mil is still a bargain for me though. Of course it's a bargain. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think that I, I don't necessarily think it's too much of an issue uh, for young players to, um, to to go abroad and get that, that, much, that much needed experience. But guys, we're just going to close... Um, and, and just on that kind of Erling Haaland bombshell, uh, <laughs> we just had throw up in the comments as well. Um, you got one. 600 grand a week to pay him, then otherwise, it's not happening, guys. Sorry, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Drop, drop the pipe dream. It's, it's not Mbappe, it's not Haaland, it's not happening. Sorry, I, I don't know. You know, <laughs> I, I don't, I, I'm just a bit the jury's out on that one. Uh, my heart, in my heart. I think he goes. I think he goes Bayern. 
We're not going to. Well, why talk about transfers? We don't buy anybody. More waste of breath. Transfer Tuesday is cancelled forever. It's nice to dream, noted. isn't it? It's nice to dream. It was last year, but you know, twenty odd Transfer Tuesday shows for someone that we'd already signed was a, a bit poor, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah. It's nice to dream. Right, guys, yeah. thank you for joining us on the match reactions with the Red Sea podcast on your Red Sea full time via LFC Day Trippers. Guys, catch us over at the uh, the Red Sea podcast, um, the Red Sea pod on YouTube, Instagram, and on Twitter. Please head over and give us a like and a subscribe. We're a little bit smaller than the guys over at Day Trippers. We are trying to storm our way to 400 subs and then onwards to 1,000 subs. So if you would like to be part of that as well, please do head over and give us a like and a subscribe. Whilst you're here at the NFC Day Trippers, please do press the bell button as well to make sure that you get all the notifications for their latest shows so you do not miss out on a thing. My name's been Tiago's father and we're here with my co-host SS, the Southern Scouser. Thank you for joining us this evening for the match reactions and we look forward to seeing you again very, very, very soon. Sports Social Podcast Network.